0: Welcome to That's What She Did. This is one of your hosts, T, along with Michelle Talbert. And we're coming to you every day during the month of March to bring you these stories of inspiring everyday Wonder Women that you've probably never heard of. So grab a mimosa and buckle in. We're about to begin.
1: Hey T, how are you doing? Hey Michelle, I'm good. How are you? I am awesome. It is Women's History Month. We are full throttle into birthday month, Women's History Month, your birthday month, not my birthday month, (laughs) 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 which makes me very excited. I know it does. Um, I am uh, Michelle Talbert. Welcome to That's What She Did. And I'm Tangier Renee, and we are happy to have you. Definitely happy to have you. We are bringing you stories of everyday wonder women who you should know, who we should know, who we should celebrate. We are telling their stories. Some of them are still with us. Some of them have passed on. Uh, tonight's, uh, tonight's, uh, tonight's. Today's um, focus is Miss Hazel. Today we're focusing on Hazel Scott, who is no longer with us. Um, I found her amazingly on Facebook, Uh, not that it's amazing, I found her on Facebook, but her talent, was amazing um, Hazel Scott was a pianist and I don't know if you've ever seen the videos that go around, they go viral from time to time, they're like real old timey black woman at a keyboard sometimes she'll be at two pianos playing two pianos oh, I have seen yes. this video incredible, and I was like I have to know more about this woman because not only do you see her talent exhibited in these videos, but you can tell the joy she derives from playing the piano it's so evident like she's in her element and all the men are like around the piano like looking at her in awe and i was like i gotta know more about this woman for many many reasons right
0: yeah this is good so she's going viral like now in you in 2018 because Now that you mention it, I swear I
1: saw one of those videos like two days ago. Oh yeah, definitely you have. Absolutely, absolutely. It's like every once in a while they pop up, but right now there have been a couple of them have gone by on my timeline. Um, So now you're really gonna see them all now that I'm telling you who she is. Her name is Hazel, or was, Hazel Dorothy Scott. Um, Hazel Scott Scott was born in Trinidad. She's a Trini girl, you know us island girls we represent. She and born in 1920, and she passed away in 1981, but those 61 years were jam-packed, let me tell you. She was born to an African-British father who was a scholar and her mother, who was a pianist and a piano teacher. So that's where she got all her talent. up. Yep, exactly. So apparently by the age of three, her ear was so tuned that she would scream when a mother's students would hit the wrong key. She was
0: like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs>
1: no, but, no. Right. But of course, as is the case with um, a lot of times with Trinidadian cultures, it's like children should be seen and not heard. And especially back in the 20s, they didn't realize that she was screaming for the music, right, until later on. But at any rate, she was basically a child prodigy. So she found her way over to the piano and started playing by ear a hymn that her grandmother sang to her every day at nap time. So she's wait, like three, wait, wait, wait. four years old on the piano You're playing talking, by she ear. she was a baby. Three, four years old playing by ear based on hearing her grandmother play and sing a hymn. There's another word for that, isn't it? Prodigy, savant, genius. (laughs) Savant. yeah. yeah. All of, of, of the above. All of the above. Okay, man, I'm not that good at anything. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you are. You are. You are. You're, <laughs> good. You're good. You're at being my friend. How about that?
0: <laughs> okay, I'll take it. I'll take
1: it. I'm good at being my friend. It's yes, so and training badass
0: woman. Bodies to get right, get tight. I am good at picking up heavy things, Michelle. <laughs> See, throwing
1: them around exactly. <laughs> well, so was Hazel. Wait till this woman's story. Okay. okay. I don't Not even scratch the surface, girl. That's just what she did when she was three or four. So she played by ear. Her parents separated, her mother, her grandmother, and she moved from Trinidad to Harlem. So now this is the 1920s. Um, They're in the Harlem Renaissance or, you know, moving into the Harlem Mm -hmm. Renaissance. And her mother actually took work as a domestic, as many people do, and, you know, coming to the States when they first start off. And she was a frustrated musician, though. So she started playing in nightclubs clubs at night and bringing like fats waller and well not fats Waller. fats waller was hazel's generation like he was a little older than her um but bringing like fats waller and all these jazz greats to the house so now hazel has this talent plus she's being sort of you know cultivated in this environment of they called her mom's house like the mecca for jazz musicians back then Exactly. So her mom was also a very strong woman. So when Hazel was eight, she was auditioning for Juilliard, where the minimum age was 16. And so there were some private, wealthy, quote unquote, wealthy friends who put some pressure on the, um, the, the teachers there, as well as her mom, who wouldn't back down because Whoa, she, knew she had a prodigy. Was it
0: integrated?
1: Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah. It was? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. Um, yeah, and and you'll and this is going to be a theme that's going to come up for Hazel over the course of the rest of her life as well, um, this integration segregation issue. Mm-hmm. So when she was four, her mother advocated for her to uh, be able to audition. One of the professors said yes, and she knocked him off his rocker he agreed to they admitted her into juilliard at four i mean sorry at eight at the so age of eight she, she auditioned at four years eight, old eight, eight, eight they moved to new york when she was four oh, she okay, okay for juilliard at eight the minimum age at juilliard was 16 prior to her and this particular professor then took her under private tutelage but she was a juilliard student from the age of eight Wow. By the time she was 15, she had won some contest, had her own radio show. So she was doing her own radio show, going to high school, and doing gigs at night. She was exhausted. She admits she doesn't know how she did it all. She actually said that. She was like, I don't know how I did it all. She it was, was a working woman, man. Yes, 15, <laughs> 16 years old, Exactly. And so this, again, brings us back to sort of looking at segregated, integrated. She was one of the first performers at the first integrated club called Cafe Society in New York City. And she would perform there before integrated audiences. Um, Additionally, later on in her career, we're going to come back to it, but just to say that, she actually had a clause in her contract that she could forfeit and still get paid if they tried to separate or segregate her audiences at any live performances. How did she manage that? She was not playing. She, she was that good that people wanted her at their nightclubs. And here's her direct quote on this issue. She said, why would anyone come to hear me, a Negro, and refuse to sit beside someone just like me?
0: I mean, it's a valid question, but yep. there were lots of segregated audiences. Of course. So
1: yeah. all,
0: well, all the audiences were segregated. Most, a
1: lot. But again, it was New York, right? I mean, we're not talking about the Deep South. So that's part so. of it. It's a little bit more liberal. And then again, we're in the Renaissance. And it's very, Harlem. Harlem, right. Now, that doesn't mean, I mean, obviously there was still segregation. I sure. don't want to make light of that, but she was very powerful and she was good at what she did. She was extremely outspoken that's
0: amazing she was a badass she
1: that's just what I'm saying and so you know she also would play Rachmaninoff and Chopin but oh. she would add in a boogie woogie so even if you watch some of these videos you could see where she does like this classical and then the next thing you know she's doing like you know boogie woogie music and it's it's incredible what she would do and she was covered by Time Magazine frequently and just like you know they would um you know do her music do uh, reviews of her music and her live shows she had um she was in a show on broadway that was called uh, and her music from that was called from bach to boogie and it was recorded and then sold and commercial recordings broke sales records across the country for that. that's At pretty this, damn yes, innovative. exactly and she was the first um she was one, like I said, one of the first performers to refuse performing in front of segregated audiences. And then Hollywood came knocking and she took the Hollywood performances. She acted across from Mae West and Lena Horne and did her thing and refused to play domestics and maids. Good for her. She actually ended up having one of her last performances because she was so outspoken, she was difficult, quote unquote, right? That's what happens when we're outspoken women. We're difficult.
0: Yeah, I um, get that label all the time. Are uh, you got to be so difficult?
1: Exactly, Cause as we my air quotes. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm advocating for myself and my brothers and my sisters. Um and so what she did was she refused to play maids, but there was some scene in this Mae West movie where they wanted her to go her point was there is no woman on the face of the earth of any race who would go to see off to war their love with a dirty apron on
0: no no one you put on your good heels get your hair did and your eyebrows is tight exactly
1: (laughs) to say goodbye to your love he's going off to war stop playing so anyway so they took the aprons out of the scene but she kind of got a bad reputation in hollywood but that being said, she was still the first black woman to have her own TV show. She had the Hazel Scott show three times a week, 15 minutes a day, it, it, three, 15 minutes a day, three times a week. And it would showcase her talents. So as we already know, we're still enthralled with her in 2018, um, looking at her video. So, I mean, obviously she had the chops for having a show.
0: Wait, by- so hold on. Comes, so yeah we so i saw her video mm-hmm. you're right her videos video of her goes viral mm-hmm. but so now i'm i'm like it occurs to me that i don't know anything about like hollywood history because mm-hmm. when you're talking about her life like in my mind there's not like a lot of tv yet so why is
1: this no only? this is the 40s there's tv black and white tv it's all black and white still yeah 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 yeah, yeah but there's tv there's TV, there's radio, there's there's Hollywood, definitely, definitely. Okay. Yeah, so she's, she's on TV. And by 1945, right, so she's, what, 25? She is earning the equivalent of what would be today a million dollars a year. Damn, girl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not done yet. Because her personal life was just as titillating as her professional life. Ooh, we're
0: about to get into the good stuff. Yes, honey. One
1: of my favorites, uh, one of my favorite politicians, not only because we're from New York, although he is, and he's also Caribbean descended, but um, is Adam Clayton Powell. Adam Clayton Powell was the first African American to be elected to Congress from the state of New York, my home state. And um, his, it, he had a quote that I used to put on the bottom of all of my emails, it was just keep the faith, baby, keep the faith, baby. <laughs> and he was, uh, um, he was a, a, a minister at Abyssinian uh, Baptist Church and a notorious philanderer. So while he was there. Why does
0: that not surprise me? I am mean, not know, saying right? that all ministers are philanderers. No, but well
1: he's a minister and a politician. There's Come been down. some stories. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a track record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not saying We're all human. That. Yeah. Well, he was he was more human than most. But at <laughs> any anyway, rate, he was married to another jazz singer. They don't even give us her name for a woman. But anyway, he was married to another jazz singer and had this like notorious affair with Hazel Scott. And while he was running for Congress, right? This Can is you know,
0: like now. This is, is like President is Kennedy now? and Marilyn Monroe.
1: Exactly, right? <laughs> but at least they tried to keep it secret. I guess I don't know. I don't, um, know. I don't even know. But at any rate, so he and Hazel had this affair, but they didn't, you know, make anything official until after he was elected. And then once he was elected, they got married. He got divorced from his wife and got married to Hazel. And Isn't they, that just like? What are you going to do?
0: His ex-wife is probably like, I done took care of that man know. while he
1: was running for office. Like exactly. How many well, times? Well, you know, but it, it, Hazel was not the only woman he was seeing. Um, but at any not. rate, they got married and he asked her to stop performing in on stage. See, they moved up was well, making a million dollars a year. So, I mean... She loved him enough, or chose that life because they had a baby, Adam Clayton Powell the third, and um that's their only child together, and then they ended up with lots of you know separation, and he was still you know once a hoe always a hoe, right? still being himself um, exactly. <laughs> Um, and then what ended up happening, unfortunately, and this was really kind of what tanked her career. So, mind you, she's super outspoken. She advocated for a lot of issues with regard to civil rights. She and Adam Clayton Powell had 2,000 people on the guest list for their wedding 3,000 showed up, um, they, which the party was at. People
0: bringing their cousins with them.
1: You, you know how it goes. Does, <laughs> you already know. So Time Magazine was there, all these photographers. So they were, like you said, the equivalent of Jackie and Jack in that they were darlings of, of not just African-Americans, but they actually both cross, you know, crossed over and were lauded by white society as well. Um so that was very interesting um dynamic duo of them together and apart that they were this dynamic couple however the red scare happened right
0: Oh and communism is that what you're referring to Yes
1: so the house on american activities yeah. community Uh, She was listed as one of 151 people who were suspected communists. She volunteered to go speak before the House, and she testified. And she actually had a really interesting quote that I think in 2018, as we look at our current political climate, is really interesting, And this is how she ended her hours of um, being grilled by that committee in the House of Representatives in U.S. Congress. May I end with one request, and that is that your committee protect those Americans who have honestly, wholesomely, and unselfishly tried to perfect this country and make the guarantees in our Constitution live. The actors, musicians, artists, composers, and all of the men and women of the arts are eager and anxious to help, to serve. Our country needs us more today than ever before. We should not be written off by the vicious slanders of little and petty men
0: little and petty men. Yes. The key words there.
1: Emphasis. Emphasis. So anyway, after that, of course, you know, it didn't go well. And it was just the specter of her being a communist and certain people who had booked her apparently were affiliated with Communist Party and etc. But she didn't know that. And so she ended up moving to, to Paris and where a lot of black expats were at that period of time in the 40s. And fifties and sixties and she and James Baldwin and all those folks hung together.
0: And isn't uh, that word Dorothy Dandridge? Dandridge ended um, up in Paris?
1: Yeah, yeah. And um I think um oh my gosh, with the bananas. Oh man. Oh, um uh, why did you do that? Because, oh, I'm so mad right now. Our listeners know who I'm talking about. Yes. Our listeners know who we talk. I'm about. I'm going to remember her name oh
0: tomorrow. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah, uh, Josephine Baker. Josephine I was not Baker, playing. I yes. was going to have to look that <laughs> up. Okay, she built Josephine Baker, exactly. So, so many people who were treated poorly here in the United States were welcomed, of course, abroad, and she was one of them. So, again, she took her son and, you know, her and Adam you know, junior, weren't together anymore. She took her son. She lived in Paris for a number of years. And then she came back to the United States. And she did a little bit of performing to a very dedicated crowd. And she passed away from pancreatic cancer in 1981. She left her mark Her name, again, was Hazel Dorothy Scott, pianist, advocate, activist, actress, first African-American woman to have her own TV show. We love Oprah, but Oprah was not the first, Um, you know, just incredible, incredible talent and lived her life out loud. Love it. And Trini Bourne. Island girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I am, yeah, like I'm really surprised that, well, I've never learned about her before. Why
1: are you surprised? Come on now. I mean, I
0: know, I know. I
1: shouldn't be surprised, <laughs> but
0: I'm still surprised because I'm like, how does somebody that has that much of an impact not have libraries yeah. of information about yeah. them?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, shoot, she's married to a congressman. And and I don't know that many people know about Adam Clayton Powell. You yeah, know? well, he was, you know... But he was a congressman. He was the first black congressman from New York. I mean, that's... Well, a big, that's important. But and he orphan. was also
0: hustling skirts yes. on the side, which I don't have a lot of patience for, so...
1: <laughs> I'm, I see. Oh, oh, oh. But lest we leave the story hanging, let me adjust one thing. They were separated for a lot of years and then got divorced and within weeks they both remarried. So (laughs) they did okay. I mean, she was still a musician too. So I think sister girl had a little, you know, she she was an artist. I'm sure she had her bohemian. She was a
0: free spirit. We (laughs) just don't know about all the freeness that she was feeling.
1: And I'm not mad at her at (laughs) all. (laughs) My own heart, I am not mad at all. So that was, um, you know, Hazel Scott. I think she's an incredible person to highlight and I'm super excited to highlight her. And if you're listening, please check out her videos. They're all over the place. You can easily Google her name and find her on Facebook as well. I mean, these dueling pianos, Set she had. I'm probably going to um, actually today, the day that this drops live, I'm going to put uh, some video of her on my Instagram page at Michelle Y. Talbert and um, you can check that out today.
0: Do you know if there's dedicated social media for her? Like is someone curating an
1: account? I don't know. Her? I don't know. That'd be interesting.
0: Listeners, look. Let <laughs> us know. <laughs> <laughs> we need your, your fancy feet. your your eyes and ears on the internet
1: you can email us (laughs) at that's what she did podcast at (laughs) gmail.com
0: yes do it email us about Hazel Scott if you find out anything about her and email us your stories what are the stories that you know that need to be shared Um, and do you have your own story that it's time to share with other women to inspire them on their journeys uh we want to know all about it so don't be shy email us at that's what she did podcast at gmail.com and don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends yay and we'll see you on the next
1: episode
0: see you tomorrow Bye. bye you just heard an episode of that's what she did bringing you stories of incredible women doing incredible things Make sure you join us again tomorrow as we bring you the deets on another everyday Wonder Woman to inspire you on your journey. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Oh, and make sure you share it with your friends. Spread the love. Bye.